Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. On Business Brunch today, our second guest is a seasoned professional from the financial services sector. As the managing director of Applewood Independent, he's been 40 years in the industry and has 33 years' experience as a qualified independent financial advisor. In the hot seat today, we're pleased to welcome back David Pritchard. David, welcome to Business Brunch. Uh, Good morning, Des, and thank you very much for inviting me back, and hello to all of your listeners. David, the the current circumstances have lasted far longer than we could have imagined and, and continue to severely disrupt business around the world, so... Share with us how you've coped with lockdown and um, and how you've made operational changes that you intend to embed in your business systems. Sure, it has gone on uh, for much longer and we're a year into it now. And certainly 12 months ago, nobody could have envisioned just how it was going to play out over the last 12 months and I have to touch wood because we've been very very lucky at Applewood Independent is that we've been able to work all the way through. Uh, We've got all of our team and we have actually increased our our team over the last 12 months and everybody's been paid and all the taxes have been paid and we don't have any government loans or anything like that. So to be honest with you we, we have been very very fortunate and do appreciate just how fortunate we've been. The need for good independent financial advice hasn't stopped. Uh, and has actually um, increased and we've actually been even busier than ever because lots of people have needed advice with the uh, falls in the stock market 12 months ago they needed advice of uh, uh, how to protect the value of their investments and pensions on the way down but also how to make most of the upside in the market that we've seen since then and most clients that have taken you know good advice certainly our clients majority of our clients have actually seen an increase in the value of their assets over the last year but that's meant that as a business you know and as a as a team we've had to go through a lot of changes this time last year we went through three years worth of changes in about four days so we uh, we got uh, 15 laptops from our, our, our IT consultants we couldn't get new ones because they, they they'd all literally been sold out and none were coming out of uh, China at that time so we got second-hand reconditioned ones and we went through some training and we sent all the team home and during the first lockdown they worked from home so it was obviously as people know the majority of people that work from home you know it's quite difficult to balance things with childcare with uh, homeschooling with partners being at home or not being at home to you know the children in school and then out of school um, and they've had to work around that, and uh, most have had to work from their kitchen tables or their dining room tables, but they've been able to do it. And do you know what? We've got a great team because they've really stepped up. You never know when a team does work from home what their efficiency and capacity is going to be. But honestly, we've been amazed um, here with our team. They've all stepped up to the mark. They've done above and beyond. They've worked the hours that they needed to in times when they needed to so they've been flexible we've been as a business flexible with them about you know when they were working what work they were doing uh, when they were getting the work back to us to make sure that we kept them safe and obviously we haven't been seeing clients in the office so that we were in a position to that so we've invested into the uh, technology side of things and we at the back end of last year also replaced the phone systems 
uh, we turned off all the BT phone lines, um, and uh, which was quite a worrying day when you, you turn off the phone lines. But our IT guys have actually set us a system up called Unity now that works through the internet. We've got de- dedicated fiber into the offices, which gives us um, a really strong, fast connection. And all of our team are now linked at home. So they've all got headsets or handsets. So we can see who they're talking to, how long they've been talking to them. We can put calls through to them from the office, from the uh, home to other members of the team. And all the calls are recorded. And so, you know, that is a system that is now embedded in the uh, processes. And, that you know, we've learned that we have to be flexible with our team and with our clients going forward as to what the working practices are. And you um, wouldn't, um, you wouldn't have uh, considered making those changes if it hadn't have been for coronavirus? No. I, you see, I think those changes were probably coming, uh, but much more slowly. Um, and certainly it would have taken many years to do that because we were a traditional office-based uh, business in, uh, in Pepper House and Nantwich, whereas clients used to come in to see us. All the team worked in the office all the time, um, and that was the processes that we built. Um, we were being more flexible with the time with the team, so some members were coming in earlier and uh, going home earlier or, or working around their commitments, mainly with their, with their families and their children. And so we'd already started to be more flexible in terms of time uh, that, that they were in the office. But it was predominantly office-based. And yes, you're absolutely right. That absolutely massively changed everything so quickly and we had to adapt to that. I, mean, I, I do remember this time last year, we were working... 12-hour days to try and put all the systems in place. And obviously it was a worry because you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know who was going to catch it. You didn't know if it was going to get into the office. You know, and, and there were so many unknowns. But we adapted, you know, as as, as as humans do, and we adapted as business and as a team. And to be honest with you, the working practices now are ones that are going to be embedded in our company and I'm sure lots of other companies uh, going forward. So that's interesting. And as you've alluded to already, you've now got a distributed workforce. So um, share with us how you've or what you put in place to maintain a cohesive team now they're working from home and, and how your clients have dealt with um, MS Teams and Zoom meetings. I do remember 12 months ago when we first started Zoom because uh, there's the free version of Zoom and then there's a professional version. So we bought um, a number of licenses for the professional one, which uh, gives you more security and and gives you more options and allows you to be on the call uh, much longer. But I do remember lots of our clients are retired and to some of them, they didn't have the technology to be able to do Zoom, um, uh, such as a a laptop or a smartphone or a, a tablet. Um, And I do remember many of the meetings in the beginning where I was on the phone to them saying, no, you turn the camera on, no, you turn the the microphone on, (laughs) or you click this link. And we did spend a lot of time, you know, with clients just going through, patiently going through that with them, and they got the hang of it. I did 12 meetings last week, and every one of them uh, with my clients, and every one of them was on Zoom. Um, And they actually quite enjoy it. And I think some of the clients now are actually particularly the ones that are not 
particularly close to us, even when things get back to whatever the new normal will be, we'll continue to do the Zoom because we see clients either every year or twice a year or four times a year even. Um, and I think rather than coming into Nantwich, then they'll do that occasionally just to have a, a nice sort of day out in Nantwich. But, you know, I think a lot of clients for the more regular meetings are actually going to carry on doing that going forward. And staying in touch with the team has been really important. It's it's okay with experienced members. We've got members of the team who've been with us five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. And they know the systems, they know the processes, and they're experienced, they're knowledgeable, they're qualified. And so working from home for them, particularly digitally, because whilst they've all got laptops, they've also got monitors as well. So it's much easier to connect your laptop to a monitor. So we bought monitors for them, and we've pretty much replaced all the second-hand uh, laptops with new ones now uh, with the latest technology and encryption and what have you. And so, you know, they're, 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 they're fine working from home. When we take a new member of the team on, that's much more difficult. And we do find we have to keep a, a skeleton team in the, uh, in the offices just to um, answer the phones, uh, deal with the post, process the checks and applications and uh, any uh, withdrawal requests as far as that's concerned, post the letters out um, and do that. And so with new members of the team, you do have to have them in the office, certainly for a, a short period to actually be able to do that training, get them used to the systems, get them used to the processes and doing it the, the Applewood way uh, from that side. But keeping in touch... This is where, you know, our practice manager, we've got a great practice manager, a lady called Rebecca, um, that is in touch with every single team member every day. She coordinates the work, she coordinates the files, she coordinates what they're working on um, as far as that's concerned. And we have regular, every couple of weeks, um, team meetings um, over Zoom uh, to do that. Uh, and uh, that's a way that, you know, we can get to reconnect with each other and see all of our team members in one place at the same time. So it's probably slowed the process just a little bit because whereas you'd come into work one day, pick a file up, work on it, complete it, and then hand it off to, to the next stage of the process. They're doing that now on a weekly basis. Today's guest is David Pritchard, the Managing Director from Applewood Independent. Uh, David, criminals are becoming more and more creative with the schemes they use to to separate potential victims from their hard-earned cash. So talk us through how difficult it is to, to differentiate a scam from a genuine investment plan and what advice would you give to potential investors? Quite right. There's, uh, there's uh, an organisation called Action Fraud that recently published a report that said £78 million was stolen by fraudsters last year by imitating investment firms. And claims rose by uh, 29% uh, uh, back in April 2020 at the start of the uh, lockdown. What's happening is a lot of people are doing more and more banking, investments, investing, pensions and things like that online. And it, if you haven't got the proper systems protections uh, in place, encryption in place, then what happens is, is that allows them to duplicate things like the um, uh, email address, things like your website, and even imitate firms using the uh, Financial Conduct Authority authorised firms uh, FCA number. So it does make it extremely difficult to spot the scammers. 
Well, certainly some of the things that uh, people can do is, first and foremost, uh, at the end of the day, uh, reject unsolicited um, investment offers made online or over the phone and be wary of who you're speaking to. Always check, even if you're the one that initiated the contact, you've seen something online. You can check fully authorized independent financial advisors and any advisor on the Financial Conduct uh, Authority's website. And you can see their contact numbers, you can see their addresses. So use those uh, rather than anything that you see online as far as that's concerned. Uh, they also, um, the Financial Conduct Authority, issue a list of uh, companies' uh, uh, warning uh, clients uh, of these particular companies that people should look out for. And you should always consider getting a second opinion. If it sounds too good to be true, as the old saying goes, we know that it is too good to be true. And so if you know of a local firm, if you know of a firm that's got good long standing, has been there uh, for many years, then get in touch with them and get the advice checked. So it won't cost you anything and it may save you many thousands of pounds from being ripped off. And it's a, it's a very sad state of affairs where there's some, some very clever people out there at the end of the day are prepared to uh, steal clients' monies rather than actually, you know, working for it themselves. So it's it's very important to make sure that they're very, very careful out there. Um, and what advice, what other advice would you give to somebody who's investing for the first time? You need to find, you know, a very good uh, advisor and preferably an independent financial advisor, somebody that can deal with the whole of the market rather than just tied to one company. And I think that um, there's an awful lot of information, but it's very dangerous because you don't get the full picture. What you need is you need to have your attitude to risk assessed. You need to have your capacity for loss um, assessed. You need to have your goals, your timeline, all properly reviewed and uh, considered when making the consideration of an investment. Investments is where people should be putting their money. Pensions is definitely where they should be putting their money because they are so good nowadays and so flexible and so tax efficient. But I would always recommend uh, getting professional advice for anybody that's considering doing that. David, it's been a real pleasure talking to you and uh, thank you for outlining those areas in order to deal with potential scammers. Before you go, could you tell our listeners how they can find out more information about uh, Applewood Independent? Uh, sure. Uh, we're based in uh, Pepper House in uh, Market Street, Nantwich, uh, 01270-626-555 is our phone number. You can find our website at uh, uh You can email us at info at applewoodindependent.co.uk. And we're there to help and advise us. I know there's a lot of people are reconsidering their position at the moment and thinking about retiring and not going back to work or not doing it full time. So uh, please give us a call. Uh, the first consultation is always free of charge, entirely at our cost. And we are truly independent, which I think is a very important point to make. David, thanks for joining us on Business Brunch today been my pleasure you take care and all of your listeners too go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts some more ways to listen